Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. So today I'm going to talk to you about, uh, I'm talking about various kinds of prayers. I mean, we talk about <clears throat> persistent prayer. I shared, uh, I spoke to you about um, praying the Holy Ghost, you know, and uh, I think I also talked to you about, um, um, what else? What does that teach you about prayer? Okay, so many times. But today I want to talk about a very important prayer that you and I should not neglect in our life. Or, or not, not a prayer, but maybe a habit. Today I want to talk to you about a very important habit that we must acquire. You know, we have all sorts of habits, you know. Some of you, some of you I mean, when you wake up in the morning, without brushing your teeth, you cannot eat. It's a habit. Even though some people can eat without brushing their teeth. Mercy, Lord. Some too have a habit. I mean, so, some have a habit that when they wake up, they must always use the bathroom before they go out. Some of you too, it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> and, some people, and uh, some people have a habit that before they sleep, they must bath. Yep. Some of you too, even in the summer, you can sleep without, without bathroom. <laughs> so we, we, also, we all have types of habits, you know. But I want to talk to you about a very important habit which is the habit of a quiet time. Amen. Okay? A quiet time or praying at dawn. Let's look at Mark chapter 1, verses 34 to 36. Mark chapter 1, verses 34 to 36. Mark, not Genesis. Okay. Bible says, and he healed many that were sick of, and he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak but because they knew him. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into solitary place and there prayed. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. Look at verse 35 again. Verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. The Bible, this is a habit of Jesus Christ. The Bible say, the Bible say that, and in the morning, rising up a great while. I mean, it says, and in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place to pray. I mean, what it means is that if day, let's say, let's say uh, sun rises at six o'clock, it means that rising up a great while before day, it means he woke up before six. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, dawn prayer, praying before the day, rising up. Before day, he went up to a solitary place. And this is the habit of Jesus Christ. And this is one of the habits I want all of us to acquire. It's a good habit that will preserve you. It's a good habit that will save you. It's a good habit that will protect you. And Jesus had that habit, rising up a great while before day. And it's important for you and I to learn to rise up a great while before day. This is what we call quiet time, to have your quiet time. Why do you have to rise up a great while before day? Because you and I know that when the day starts, you can't do it and you won't do it. Hmm. 
I mean, they, if the day starts, Gabriella and your sister, I know that. When the day starts, you can't do it. That's why you must rise up a day a while before day. <laughs> yeah. Rise up a while before day. And because for every busy person and for every productive person, there's enough things to do in the day. So the ability to have the habit of waking up early before day, to have a quiet time is very important. And the Bible says, Jesus rising up a great while. It means Jesus was not the type of girl who sleeps till... <laughs> So one, one mother was telling her daughter, you are such a lazy girl, you sleep till the sun comes to wake you up in your room. Mm. <laughs> My God. My God. Mm. The, 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 the mother was saying, this is how lazy you are. Till the sun comes to wake you up in your room. Now, rising up a great while before day. So, uh, what, what, what happens at a quiet time? You see, a quiet time has two components. When you rise up a great while before day to have your quiet time, it has two components. The first component is reading the Bible. Reading of the Bible, you know, you know, when you read your Bible, reading of the Bible, when you read your Bible, God is talking to you. you. When you read your Bible, God is talking to you. You pray and you read your Bible. So by reading your Bible, as you go through the word of God, God speaks to you. God is talking to you. Then the other, the other component of quiet time is you pray. When you pray, you are not talking to God. Okay. So when you read your Bible, God is talking to you through his way. And then when you pray, you are not talking to God. And why is it important? Because this is communication. Communication is two ways. I talk to you, you talk to me. I talk to you, you talk to me. That is communication. So as you read your Bible, God speaks to you. And then you pray to God, you speak to God. That is why quiet time is very important. And, 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 and it represents good communication. God has always desired to have fellowship with man. The Bible says before man sinned and man left the garden, the Bible says that God will come down in the cool of the day, in the cool of the day, quietly, to come and fellowship, to talk and talk back. That's what God that's what God loves. So communication is two ways. So anytime you are talking to you see, you see, anytime you are talking to somebody, the person doesn't talk back. That's not communication. Yeah, as you are talking, the person says, mm, mm, mm. that's not communication. Communication is a, it's a two-way channel. I talk, you talk back. And why is communication important? Communication is a, you see. Communication is a sign of a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. when, when communication breaks down, relationships are about to deteriorate. In fact, the first sign, the first sign that the relationship is going sour, we don't, talk, we don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. That is why when you were in love, you could stay, in, when, that's when you were in love, you could stay on the phone for two hours. But as things began to change and things went sour, now, when the call comes, I'll call you back. <laughs> mm? and, and, and for those who are living together, who are married, is there anything wrong? Mm. Is there anything wrong? Nothing. Please, what's going on? Nothing. You, all your answers are one sentence. Nothing. Yes. No. Communication is going down. Is there anything wrong? You see, so communication is a sign of a good relationship. That is why you must, by all means, endeavor to keep communication open. Even if you are angry, talk. That's right. Even if you are angry, talk, talk to the person. Because when communication breaks down, relationship has broken down. Yeah. So those of you who say, I'm angry, I don't want to talk now. If you don't want to talk now, what are, what are you doing? Hey! Hey! You're preaching. Amen. 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 Because, you see, and, and, and I'm talking about this quiet time in communication because at, in, during your quiet time, you communicate with God and God. In other words, you talk to God, God talks back to you. And why is it important? 
You see, let me tell you something. What really will establish you and I as Christians, okay? What will really establish you and I as Christians or what will make you a solid believer? What will make you a solid believer is your quiet time, mm -hmm. which is your personal relationship with God. You know, people who have their quiet time, who read their Bible every day, they are solid Christians. Amen. 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 I said amen. Amen. Yeah, that's, that, that's what establishes you. Communication, quiet time. You see, when you have read your Bible and you are solid, like what Bishop was sharing today, loving God, you see, when you love God to a certain extent, you can see that people's behaviors don't shock you. Mm -hmm. The reason why some of us, you see, don't let your faith depend on a man. It, 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 it's sad. I'm a pastor and I'm sharing with you some charismatics. Some of us charismatics. We are baby believers. All our faith is based on the pastor, on the man of God. That is why when you hear that the pastor has done something ridiculous, suddenly your faith goes down. You want to leave the church. But your faith should be in God, not in the man. Mm -hmm. That is why you must have your quiet time. That's why you must read your Bible. Yes. Like somebody said, he's a man of God. Yes, true, he's a man of God, but he's a man first. So there's always, there's always a man component. That's why your faith must be in God. And that faith in God or knowing God and being established, it comes from a quiet time, reading your Bible yourself and praying. Look, when you read your Bible, I mean, of late, of late, I've, I've, I've been studying about Abraham. And the more I read the Bible about Abraham, the more I, follow, the more I like the guy. As I read the Bible, I say, wow, I can see that why God called this man my friend. You know? And as I read the Bible, in fact, I was so happy with Abraham that I wanted to be like him. Because I thought that he wasn't perfect. Abraham, Abraham had problems. You know, when you read about somebody, the person has problems, it makes you feel like, okay, you two can be like that. Because when you read people like, when you read about Joseph and Kuhn, you say, hey, can I be this righteous? <laughs> now, when you read about Abraham, you can relate. I found that the guy had problems. But one thing that made Abraham stood out was that no matter his issues, no matter his problems, he was always willing to obey God, even to his own head. That is why God called him a friend. And this is something I got from my quiet time. As I was reading the man's life, how he traveled, you can see that the man was a hustler. Mm -hmm. Traveled to Egypt, tried to make connection, things doesn't work, then he moved here, things doesn't work. But no matter what, when God tells him something, in spite that he's not perfect, he will always obey God. So it means that God was interested in his obedience more than his quote unquote, his character. Even, the, even when he was called the father of righteousness, the Bible said Abraham believed unto God and therefore it was imputed to him as righteousness. So Abraham became a righteous person, not because he didn't fornicate or he didn't lie, but because he believed God. So, but see, this is come from reading the Bible. So have a good quiet time and pray. And I tell you, you know, that prayer will be the most important skill. And also, and also, why do I say why uh, why is it important? You see, the scripture we read, the Bible, the Bible, the verse that we read, it said, "A great while before thee, a great while before thee, Jesus left to go and have a quiet time." You know what? Let me ask you: Who do you call first in the day? What is your first call? What is your first call? Some of us, as soon as we jump up from bed, the first thing we do is our uh, WhatsApp. Mm. You got up in the morning, and the first thing you do is WhatsApp, Instagram, Instagram, it, uh, Facebook. Hey. Who do you talk to when you wake up in the morning? People are <laughs> Who do you talk to? First, as, as as soon as you wake up, some of us, as soon as you wake up, you 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 open your 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 work computer. Do you see? Do, do you see that? Do you see why you are stressed and confused? Because there's enough problems in the day. Why don't you go to the maker, the power, the source, and and strengthen yourself before you face the day? As soon as we wake up. The first thing we do is we check our phone. 
And, and when you check your phone, that's why you call the text message. And that text message can depress you the whole day. Mm. <laughs> and some too, and some too, as soon as they wake up, the first thing they check is their bank balance. Why are you checking the bank balance? Not yeah. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> when we were going to sleep last night, there was nothing in there. So <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? But let me tell you something. The first your first person you must talk to as a child of God is God. That is why I recommend you the habit of having a quiet time. Never be in a hurry to step out of your house, call your friend, chat with anybody before talking to God. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. Yeah. Because you find out that in this life, in this life that we are in, it is more important. It is more beneficial. It is more, it, 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 it is a great asset to acquire when you know how to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Why is prayer important? Let me give you a few reasons then we'll close. Number one, great men, great men in the Bible, okay, great men have the habit of praying. Anybody who is great, if you look, one of their habits was to pray. They have the habit of praying. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Let's look at Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows began begin to open in his chamber towards Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Amen. 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 The Bible says that Daniel, and who is Daniel? Daniel was the prime minister. He was, Daniel, was not, Daniel was not working at McDonald's. Daniel was not in school. Daniel was the prime minister, the vice president of the nation. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said that he had a habit. The Bible said he went, he, he went into his house, opened his windows, and knelt down and prayed three times a day, as he does before. So prayer was Daniel's habit. The prime minister. You know, if Daniel running the Persian Empire, which was a big empire, it's like saying that, uh, who's the prime minister? Pence, Mike Pence, Mike Pence priest. Or let's say that when Mike Pence, the vice president, prayed three times a day. If the prime minister, the one who was ruling such a great empire, had time to pray three times a day, and it was his habit. The Bible says it was his habit. So even when the new law came, he was praying already. It was his habit. And he prayed three, the Bible says he knelt and prayed three times before the, as a four time, or as his habit was. I don't see why you say you are too busy to pray. Hey! Mm. I mean, what are you doing? If people who are running nations, have time to pray. Then this, you, I mean, then your small job working in the hospital as a nurse or a doctor. Why? Or as a student in a county college. You are too busy to pray? No. I was very, in fact, one time I was surprised when I heard, um, okay, I wasn't surprised, but I was, okay, let me put it this way. I was pleasantly surprised when I heard that George Bush, I mean, George, George Bush, um, the president, George Walker Bush, saying that every day he wakes up early around 4 or 5 a.m. to pray before he comes to the White House. I said, ah, that's a man of God. And he's ruling the whole world. And he's ruling the whole world. And you are just going to write a paper down the road or you're going to flip beggars and you're too busy to pray. <laughs> so number one, great men pray. And if you want to succeed, follow the habits of great men. You see, if you take someone like Daniel, if you take someone like Daniel, you see, Daniel knew where he had come from. Daniel remember being a slave. He remember being captured from Jerusalem and being sent to Babylon. He remember how many of his friends and colleagues are slaves and some have died. And he knew that where he is now, it's only by the grace of God. So Daniel couldn't joke with prayer. I mean, what has God done for you? How far has God brought you? 
Some of you knew how far God has brought you. And now you want to joke with prayer? You want to joke with prayer? Daniel remembers where he came from. He remembers as a slave. He was captured from Jerusalem as a teenager, walking barefooted, only no clothes, nothing, struggling. How some of them were killed? Some of them, how of them were, were, I mean, died? How of them were hustled? And by the grace of God, he has now risen to become a prime minister in a foreign land. He cannot afford to joke to pray. Where has God brought you that now you are forgetting to pray? Mercy. You cannot afford to pray. Amen. Amen. Number two, daily prayer is the source of our power and protection. Okay? Daily prayer is the source of your power and your protection. I want us to look at this verse, James chapter 5, verse 16. And give me the amplified version. James 5, 16. <clears throat> James chapter 5, verse 16. Yes, Therefore, amplified. Yes. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another, that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, a believer, is able to accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. Amen. Amen. The, the, the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man, that's somebody who is born again, somebody who is saved. The Bible says it is dynamic and has tremendous power. So prayer is the source of your power. You know, and prayer is the source of your protection. You know, um, people have, you see, we all, people have all sorts of habits and behavior that we, get, we engage in to protect us. You know, we all have all sorts of habits and behavior that we engage in to protect us. You know, there are, there are, you know, there are, there are those of us, there are some who every day they take vitamin. It's a habit to protect them. Every day they take vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E. It's a habit. And you have some also who, as a, as a, as a habit, they go to the gym. You know, people have all sorts of, we all have all sorts of habits that we do, which we think keeps us healthy and protects us. Those who take vitamins, those who go to the gym to pump ions, you know, they are, they are those also who, are involved in, they have some, some, some talisman or some juju, some powder that they put around their waist. <laughs> hmm? And there are some too, they have some concussion. When they wake up in the morning, they put some on their forehead, they apply somewhere. All sorts of power that everybody believes protects them. You see, and of course, everybody needs some protection. Everybody needs protection. And I want to tell you, the source of your protection and power is not a charm. It's not amulet. It's not even going to the gym. It is prayer. I'm saying don't go to the gym. Go to the gym. But the real source of protection is prayer. You see, and, oh, why do you need protection? Let me, let me tell you something. Why do you need protection? You need protection because somebody doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. Somebody envies you. Where you are, look, where you are, somebody wishes you to be dead. Mm. Yeah? Somebody wishes you that you have lost your job. Somebody wishes that your child is sick. Even, 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 even those of you who say, I don't have anything. Somebody wishes that you lose your beloved so that they can take over. Hey. So, you need power. You need protection. You, you know, there's no guarantee that as you are leaving your house, you will come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the Bible says that, so that it, 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 the, 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 the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man, it is dynamic and can have tremendous power. So, there's power in prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to take your vitamins. It's good to exercise. It's good to go to the, uh, go to the gym. They, all, they will help you. Bible says physical exercise proves a little, but real power, real protection, it comes from God. And and, and apart from even uh, I mean I mean your personal health, there's also the other the, the other aspect that I'm talking about. Don't also think that everybody likes you. Mm-hmm. 
You understand? Don't think so. Don't think so at all. Not everybody wishes you well. I'm sorry to say, you have enemies. And some people have charms and amulets to protect them against their enemies. But you don't need a charm. You don't need an amulet. You have a greater power, the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm. That's why you need to pray. That's why you, lift, you need to lift up your hands and pray to God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, because obviously your prayer has power. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three, heavens open. The heavens open when you pray. The heavens open when you pray. Luke chapter 3, verse 21. Luke 3, 21. Luke chapter 3, verse 21. Now when all the people were baptized, Jesus was also baptized. And while he was praying, the visible heaven was opened. That's it. The Bible says everybody came to be baptized, but they were not praying. But when Jesus got there, being baptized, he prayed. The Bible says, and the heaven, heaven opened. So there's something called open heavens. If you want the heavens to open, pray. Amen. The heavens open when you pray. And then the question, I, the question you, want to, uh, you, want, you want to ask me or ask yourself, what happens when heavens open? Listen, the answer is simple. When heavens open, blessings come down. Amen. When the heavens over your head is open, blessings come down. There, there are some whose, whose, whose heavens is brass. There are some, some, some whose heaven is iron. Nothing happens. Nothing opens. Difficulty and stresses. But you need your heavens to open so that when the heavens open, blessings come down. God's mm -hmm. treasure, God's treasure is in heaven. Mm -hmm. And if you want to experience God's treasure, the heavens must be open. You know, the Bible says in the book of James that don't be deceived. The Bible says in the book of James, James 1, 16 and 17. Okay? James 1, 16 and 17. King James. In James 1, 16. Yeah. 1, 16 to 17. Yes. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Amen. I, I, I'm looking at the scripture. I say, do not err. Don't make a mistake. Don't be fooled. Don't be deceived. Do not err. Don't make a mistake. Don't be fooled. Don't think otherwise. You know, sometimes you, sometimes you, are, you are fooled or you think that something came from somewhere. He said, don't, don't, don't err. Don't make a mistake. Are you hearing me? Yes. Don't make that mistake, my beloved brethren. Every good and every perfect gift. Every good and every perfect gift. It comes from God. In other words, anything good in your life is from God. Even if, even, if, even if your father gave it to you, it's from God. Even if your beloved gave it to you, it's from God. Even if your boss gave it to you, it is God who will touch the person's heart to give to you. So don't make a mistake. If you got an A in school, it's from God. If you got a good job, it's from God. If you got a good wife, it's from God. If you had a good husband, it's from God. If you have a good husband, it does not mean that your face is beautiful or your breast is nice. You are hey, good hey, a nice breast who are still not married. Mm, preaching. I mean, you look at your, you look at you look at your something. The way it is even looking outward, and still a man has married you and loves you. You know that this is from God. <laughs> Don't make a mistake. I mean, look, look, look at your status, look at your purpose. Look at where you stand and you have gotten this job. Don't make a mistake. It's not because you know how to speak. It's not because your language is nice. Don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. Every good. If you are healthy. I mean, I mean you, you check your diet. I mean, you, I mean you, you look at your diet. Look at the way you can eat banku and okra at 10 midnight. And I, still, your blood pressure is fine and your sugar is fine. Hallelujah. If you have a child, it's from God. Is a wife a good thing? Yes, it's from God. Is a child a good thing? Yes, it's from God. 
it's a good job, a good thing. Yes, it's from God. It's money. If you have money, if you have money, if you have money, okay, it's not because you are frugal. It's not because you're economical. It's not because you know how to manipulate money. It is a blessing from God. Don't make a mistake. That's right. Yeah. Listen to me. My dear daughters, young ladies, if a man loves you and proposes to you, it's not because your face is nice. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. At all. Don't be, be deceived at all. Don't be deceived at all. It takes more than a nice face. Okay? It is, it is God from God. It is from God. Do not err. Don't make that mistake. Yeah. Yeah. If your marriage is good, it's from God. It's not because... You know how to marry. There are people who have been making. I know somebody who used to make tea for his wife in bed, and still so the wife divorced him. Hey. You, can, you, you, you don't do nothing. Your wife still with you from God. Mm. Mercy, Lord. Grace. I know somebody. I'm telling you personally. I mean, it's not here that they, they, they go divorced, but in his marriage, he used to make tea, 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 tea. Bring the tea to the wife in bed. So it's not the tea in bed. If it was tea in bed, some of us would have been divorced long ago because we cook, right? We can't cook. Hey! Oh, yeah, my God. So if our wives are still with us, we know that it's the grace of God. Hey! We can't even boil eggs. So don't make a mistake. Okay? If your child, listen to me, if your child is doing well, it's from God because children, eh, children, they come to a stage, yes, the Bible says train a child the way it should go. But it comes to a state where a child needs to be touched by God. But shouting doesn't change them anymore. You can seize every gadget. They still will not comply. So every, don't make a mistake. Amen. Amen. And then finally, for today, I said that when you pray, heavens come down and the blessings come from heaven. But the fact that for today, uh, uh, prayer, okay, prayer will sustain your blessing. <laughs> Amen. Prayer opens the heavens, and let the blessing come down. By the fact that you have gotten the blessing, that's not mean that the blessing will sustain. Mm, preach. Yes, you prayed. I mean, you prayed. Prayer brings a blessing. God opened the heaven, and God gave you a wife. But that does not mean that the marriage will sustain. I get it. Sometimes you wonder, when you see people fight, you say, ah, weren't you the same person who said, until death do us apart? You wonder. Ah, what <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs chapter 27, verse 24. Proverbs 27, 24. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 24. For riches are not forever, and doth the crown endure to every generation? Amen. Let's look at the scripture. For riches are not forever, and doth the crown endure to every generation? For riches are not forever. It means that things are not forever. Things can deteriorate. Mm. Mm. Things can go down. The same person who said, I love you, I will marry you, I will live for you, I will die for you, has no has now become your number one enemy, public enemy number one. My God. Hey, hey, God for The person is now public enemy number one. The same child that you prayed, you prayed, we came for, you came for an all night. The man of God prayed. God bless you with that child. The child was dedicated, was a beautiful child. Now the child has grown up at the age of 16. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a monster now. The same job. The same job that you prayed and you believe God. And when you started working, they saw you are the best employee. They gave you employee of the year. Now they don't want to see your face. Boy. Mm. So what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that the blessings don't endure forever. Blessings. So what you need to sustain the blessing is prayer. Yes, God gave you the blessing. 
But after God gives, it, it's so sad. Some of us, as soon as God gives us the blessing, we stop praying. Mm. You are preaching Give us God. You came. You came for a meeting. We pray. We believe God. Now God has blessed you with a good husband who can provide. Now come for choir rehearsal. Well, Rev, you know, I have to make toast and this is for my husband, so I can't come. Hey. <laughs> you were childless. We believe God. We prayed. Now God has given you a baby. Now come for all night. Well, you know, the way the church is, they don't have a nice place for the babies. And I don't want my children to be crawling with all the other kids before they get sick. You know, Rev, when you move to a better place and the children's place is nicer, then I will come. Mm. Is your child good? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. It's amazing how we stop praying, how we stop thanking God when the blessing comes. But let me tell you something. Proverbs say that riches are not forever. Blessings can deteriorate. You can lose them. So the only way you can sustain them is by prayer. That is why Daniel, Daniel, he remembers his roots. He knew he was, he was a refugee. He knew he was captured from, he was a captive, captured from a, a foreign land. And God has brought him to a prime minister. And the very thing that took him to the top was prayer. And therefore, he never stopped praying. Listen, I want to share with you. You know, riches are not forever. Your health is not forever. God will bless you with a good kidney. But mm-hmm. prayer will sustain the kidney forever. Mm-hmm. God will bless you with a good heart. Good prayer will sustain it forever. God will give you a good liver. Prayer will sustain it forever. So the fact that some things are working, your kidney is working, your lungs are working, your heart is working, does not mean that it is the end of prayer. You need prayer to sustain it. That's right. Yeah. So listen, prayer brought him to you. If prayer brought him to you, prayer will keep him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Because if you think he came to you because of your hair and your breast, then you are in trouble. Because your hair and your breast, in a matter of years, the hair will begin to think, think the hair will begin to go, the breast will begin to drop. Then there's nothing for him to keep you. <laughs> Mercy, Lord. So prayer. I want to say that, look, quiet time is a good habit. Quiet time is a good habit. We must believe in prayer. As I'm ending this series, that when, when you pray, the heavens do open. And when the heavens open, blessings come down. But after the blessings have come, prayer is what will sustain it. As mm-hmm. I end this series, may the blessing that God has given you, may it be sustained. Amen. May your children be sustained. Amen. May your marriage be sustained. Amen. May your health, God has given you good health, may it be sustained. Amen. May the blessings of God that he has given to us, may they endure. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Everybody, why don't you close your eyes before we end the service? I want to pray for each and everyone here. If you came on the line for the first time, you are hearing me preach, but you are not born again. The Bible says that it is appointed unto men want to die. And after that judgment, my brother, my sister, my friend, if you are not born again, if you are not saved, it is appointed unto you once to die. And after that judgment, I want you to say the sinner's prayer with me and mean it sincerely. For that is the best thing you can ever do for your life. I don't know of any other protection. I don't know of any other safety. I don't know of any other guarantee without Jesus. So say this prayer after me. If you, for the, if, 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 if you want to give your life to Jesus. And you should give your life to Jesus. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come as a sinner. I come as a sinner. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Save me. Save me. Deliver me from evil. Deliver me from evil. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Amen. Amen. To pray this prayer for the first time, there's a number that we're going to put on the screen. I want you to 
call that number. In fact, send a text message. Send a text message and I will personally would like to talk to you. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. It's time for communion. Take it. This is my body. So get your communion. Yep, the communion, the wine. Hallelujah. You know, I like the, the testimony that Sister Ruby shared. Look, God is protecting us. God is delivering us. Nobody will suffer from this corona pandemic in the name of Jesus. Amen. So this afternoon, take the bread. You know, the Bible says Jesus Christ. In the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. I'm giving everybody, make sure you have communion. Because it's something that we'll do in this... This is basically what happened. This is what happened. This is exactly what happened in the days in Egypt. There was a pandemic. There were locusts. There were deaths. Satan was moving on the globe, on the surface of the earth. So God told the people of Israel, go into your rooms, kill a lamb, and, and pass over. This is the communion. That's the blood. And this is exactly what is happening. So I want everybody to take this communion seriously. This is what will pro protect you from COVID-19 and all the economic effects, all the layoffs, all the debts, you are protected because of, not because you are good, not because you are perfect, but because of the blood. So this is, we are taking the communion of exemption and God will bless us. Amen. So take the bread. The Bible says our Lord Jesus Christ in the night in which he, he died, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body. Father, we thank you for the bread. As we partake of the bread, any area of our life that is broken, your body was broken so that ours will be made intact. Let that which is broken, let that which is weak be mended, be repaired, healed. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. May the bread. The Bible said that same night he took the cup, and he said, "This is my blood. This is my blood which was shed for the remission of sins. This is my blood of the new covenant. And as often as you do it, you do it in remembrance of me. Listen." There is, there is an exemption for the people of God. And as you and I partake of this, we are being exempted. Amen. I, 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 it keeps on entering into my spirit that after this pandemic is over, some of us are going to come out richer and wealthier. Amen. In other words, your pre-pandemic bank account and your post-pandemic bank account, there will be a difference. Amen. Your pre-pandemic anointing and your post-pandemic anointing, there will be a difference. Amen. Your pre-pandemic before the pandemic came, your, even your, your, your love for God and your love for God after the pandemic, there'll be a difference. Father, mm -hmm. we thank you that you are changing our status. Yes. You are exempting us. You are lifting us up. What was a problem before this pandemic will make us laugh after the pandemic is over. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In the blood. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. receive. Lift up your hands and pray. Let everybody pray. Lift up your hands and pray. Mission only Mamma Nimikanda Liababa, Jenny Limaco Noriababa, 
Why don't you lift up your hands, holy hands and pray, holy hands and pray, wherever you are, in your room. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.